Hi, I'm Theater Director Shelley Daniel. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today I'll be talking with fall play designers, Senior Sadie Pichardo, Junior Millie James, and sophomores Reese Bell and S.K. McQueen about the creative process of designing different elements of the fall play and how it all came to fruition. Thank you all for joining us. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. Well, this is our design team for 12 Angry Jurors. We produce this show October 13th through 16th in the Zelly Black Box. And we just thought we'd have a little round table here um, to hear from some of our amazing student designers. Uh, Sadie designed costumes, Millie designed our publicity, Reese did sound design, and SK did lighting design for the fall play. So um, I'll start out with a question here. Why is working as a team important to the design of the show? Can anybody talk about that? I think knowing what everyone is doing and playing off of each other's strengths, each other's like weaknesses, and like having that all be correlated. For example, when designing the poster, um, a few things I took in mind were, none of us are set designers, but I took in a lot of the colors of the set in mind, and I eventually took Sadie's costume design in mind with the black and white kind of theme. And that definitely helped me, like, knowing what everyone else is doing for their design definitely helped me contribute to what I was going to be doing. And I think also having the team to encourage each other, to, like, push each other through, like, you can do this, but you can do this better. I think working as a team, like, as a design team was really, really beneficial, especially for my first time designing. I thought you brought out the best in each other in many ways, Millie. Absolutely. All right, what what also is important, we don't always use the word team when we think about theater. We think yeah. about team when it comes to sports, but how else does team play into this? Well, I mean, for me, I, so sound design came before light design, and I, I liked to, like, I kind of thought about how her sign of sound played into like my lights because the visual and the audio can like really affect each other so like absolutely I went the other way too and I was seeing what SK was doing with the lighting and I was kind of helping the sound play off the mood that she was giving to the scene and it was it was really interesting to do that yeah Sadie what about you um I think that when we use the word team like it could mean a variety of different things and although I was the structure of a lot of Millie's choices mm -hmm. and things like mm -hmm. that. I think that for me, when we worked as a team, I think it meant a lot about supporting each other emotionally because we had to work really hard and there are a lot of components and pieces that go into making a costume layout and a design for anything in general and what we wanted to give the message of this play and have people understand. So us working together and cheering each other up when we were having hard times. I mean, designing is hard. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of effort and a lot of um, extra time that we put into it. It's not clinical, is it? Is no. I th always think mm -hmm. of designing. I've been designing for years as an, it's almost an emotional thing. Mm -hmm. um, you put a piece of yourself into the design yeah. and you struggle when you feel like what you're trying to communicate is not clear. Yeah. And I know you, you went through that process. I watched you go through that process a little bit with your costumes, can you talk a little bit about how that, you finally found yeah. what it was that you wanted to say, but it took you a little bit. It took me a really long time. I first, when we first talked about it, um, I just got straight to drawing and like, I made Pinterest boards, I made mood boards, I made all the things and that took a lot of time. But then I, I think the thing that really was hard was 
I made a variety of different designs and then I stuck with one and I didn't like I lost the love for it mm -hmm. so I had to go back and remember why we're doing this and what the real meaning of this show was and understand the the purpose that we wanted and the passion that we wanted the audience to feel. I think sometimes we say when we're tired with, you know, we've worked on something really hard and we get to that point and we look at it and we say, I can be done mm. or it can be right. It can be the thing that I really want to communicate or mm -hmm. I can be finished. And I really love that I saw you stop in those moments and go, I'm going to back up. Even though I've done all this work, I'm going to back up because this still doesn't have the voice, my voice, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and Millie did the same thing. Millie mm -hmm. had, how many total uh, poster designs did you I present? I think I had Maybe six, yeah, six, about six total poster designs. And then I did a couple, like, in terms of coloring, in terms of, like, line art, I did a couple different designs. And I think the biggest thing that happened is the first time it was printed, which were the posters that everyone saw around the school, were too dark. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I remember seeing that for the first time and I was like, that's just not correct. <laughs> but I think coming back from that, uh, we did reprint the posters for the um, um, the programs for the show and we have individual posters for everyone in the show with the correct printing. I think coming back from that being like, that everyone may have seen the wrong poster, but that doesn't mean that my design was wrong. Well, let me ask you this. What, though, if we talk about wisdom more than knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. So what is the wisdom that both of you are are finding in this, though? This idea that the creative process gets you, are we supposed to go from point A to point B, really? Like, as creatives, yeah. what's the wisdom in this? Like, if you were going to communicate that to another designer, what would you say? I think that a really big takeaway was that don't take it too seriously have fun with it because I found myself in the process getting so overwhelmed at making it perfect and I had to look back and understand that this isn't about my vision or anything like that it's about the show and about the actors and how they feel because costumes is a very personal thing for a lot of people you want to be nice and look pretty on stage but at the same time you do want to portray someone else so I think I had to really think about who was my audience and who I needed to make feel right right and yeah costumes are a big deal for the actor what's what wisdom would you say that you found as a creative I would say again not I mean as well as not take it too seriously but going off of that just not letting it affect you because the je again it's for the show and if you do something for the show like you do a design like this you're already putting in the care and the effort and you're already va that valued as a team member so I'd say not putting your value or putting value into your design but not putting it's not your worth not your worth it's not absolutely your worth. and what's the thing that we always say are we seeking perfection mm -mm. no we're just seeking, we're just being alive and awake in the process. We're finding wisdom in the process. So it's not about the end goal. It's about how we're growing along the way. And that those are examples of tremendous growth. Mm -hmm. um, Reese, can you talk a little bit about yours? Um, because some of yours, you did original yes. compositions for your music. Tell us a little bit, was there frustration in some of that as you recorded on your own? There was a little bit of frustration. Um, like a couple of things like the timpani pieces that was pretty easy and I just had to 
pick a couple pitches and then go off of that. It was pretty simple. The ending music was definitely a lot harder because I had to really piece all everything together to find the exact mood and I had to think about what was going on in the actors' heads. Like, it's the end of a long day after arguing. And, you know, everyone just kind of wants to go home, so I wanted something kind of somber, kind of nostalgic, like the end of the day. So now tell, tell us what you recorded when you did that, the, the final piece. Was that all um, piano? Yes, that was all piano. I used my piano at home, and I had to pick the different chord progressions that really reflected that. And then I had to pick, like, a simple pattern for the notes, and it was... I got frustrated with it, and I would try to record it and it would not go as I wanted to and I would quit and I would just play something random at practice <laughs> and then you come back to it but the next day I would come back to it and I would try it again and eventually I got there so I think that's part of and I I, I tell you this <laughs> as a designer myself even with the set sometimes you have to put it down yes and you have to walk away and then you have to come back the next day you know yep. fresh maybe mm -hmm. with a cup of coffee and say okay it's a new day we're gonna we're gonna keep thinking about this yes I love that I got to design a set this year that um, played off of what your designs were because they inspired me to um, maybe think differently about the set than maybe I did when I first read it this summer. Mm -hmm. um, so SK, do you want to talk a little bit about your um, kind of process, maybe some wisdom that you got from... So for the lighting, a lot, the, you know, a lot of it is like right before the show mm -hmm. it's, the last, it's the last thing you do and so there wasn't much like there wasn't a lot of like at home process like the sound the poster the costumes it was it was most of it was in the black box but kind of after practice each day I kind of I'd sit and kind of like be like okay so what worked for me today and what do I need to improve tomorrow and what did I like and what did I mess up on and I just kind of thinking like how the shadows look and how you know just like how everything looks with like the costumes and the set I mean let me ask you this how did it feel on opening night when you saw your or when the poster was printed and went up on the website or whatever like how did that feel to have it sort of finally done when you saw it happen can you talk a little bit about that oh uh, so I really I think I actually like jumped for joy <laughs> but yeah, for when sure. I did things correctly it's wonderful <laughs> um just like just the feeling of like because my parents were there on mm -hmm. the opening I, just the feeling of you know seeing something I've worked hard on and put a lot of effort in it was like a really rewarding feeling because you 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 can claim that yeah you can say you know this is not something this is truly you it's this, mine yeah, I've done this you've done and, and there's there's so much that that comes from that you know it's that feeling of all the work all the process and that now it's finally out there for public consumption mm -hmm. yeah. how about you Reese um, same for me it was extremely rewarding that first night after I hit the last music cue and it was just like oh my gosh like that was all me I did all of that that was my whole design and I feel really happy about it I thought it was really good you kind of mm -hmm. hit that superhero yes. pose you know, the, the absolutely <laughs> what about you Sadie we finally saw all your actors out there um I think my like aha moment wasn't actually on stage like on opening night or even the last night because with costumes like you're still doing your job mm -hmm. every single night like I had to help people get into costume I had to clean things like every night so um, 
I didn't really feel the reward until the pictures came out and I saw all the photos of people like acting mm -hmm. in the outfits, seeing everything together. Cause I was also on stage. Right. So I didn't like see it all. Like yeah. I was in it. True, <laughs> so I, I, when I saw the photos, I was like, these look really good. <laughs> I was so did surprised. I, I, I was that. like, wow, like it, it really works. It did. So I think that that was the moment that I was like, wow that it looks cool and I did that. Well I got to enjoy your costumes before you got to enjoy mm. your costumes because I was the one in the audience <laughs> so that's I didn't think about. Yeah. yeah. What about you Millie? I think obviously I got to see my design and my project be displayed much earlier than any of you three did. I think just walking around school it was like a Tuesday maybe like a week or two before the show walking around school being like this is something that I did so that everyone can know that this is the show, that, the show that's coming up. Seeing like all my hard work put in, like posted around the school was, I wouldn't say jarring, but it was definitely <laughs> surprising. I was like, wow, this is just something that I spent a lot of effort into. And now I'm seeing, I feel like it was a lot easier for me to see people's reactions to it than y'all three because there like, was I could so see much of around. you that, I mean, because mm -hmm. we met so many times, there was so much of your heart that went into that design. Mm -hmm. So many minute details mm -hmm. that, can you talk a little bit about some of those minute details that someone might not have noticed just passing a poster? I think one of the most concerning comments when the posters first came out is a friend of mine came up to me and I'm like, what was the big black part of the middle of the poster? And I'm like, that is a gavel and it was <laughs> supposed to be the biggest part of the poster. And what the poster was supposed to be was representing different biases that people have in the courtroom, mm -hmm. which is what I believe all of us interpreted to be the main message of 12 Anger Jurors was what biases come into play in the courtroom, What, how does that affect the decisions, how does that affect like the ultimate um, decision that the jurors make. And talk about the window, the window yes. at the end. Um, the window in the middle of the poster was supposed to represent, and the gavel going through it was supposed to represent justice kind of breaking apart bias and sort of the balance in between that. A lot of the posters, when I was looking for inspiration, had a lot of them were to do with justice and had like the scale balance of power. That was um, one of the most common things I saw, and I kind of wanted to do something similar, but in my own interpretation, which is how I got kind of the gavel breaking through the window, similar to like um, breaking through like the wind, not, not necessarily the window in the show, but breaking through like the perspectives that you can see. And in the distance, if you look really closely at the poster, there seems to be like a little black, like little like dot on the um, poster. That was supposed to be the boy and like his shadow going across the whole courtroom, like even though he's not in the case, the different biases that the jurors have will be, his his life is reflected on like the perspectives they have on him. Mm. Talk about the colors you used in your costumes, Lady. Um, well, at the beginning of my process, it was really so different than what it was. I was um, planning to do foils of each character. So like every character had a different color outfit. So like Angeline's character and Rin's character were both very and that was juror 8 and juror 4 mm -hmm. their characters are very intelligent and logical with how they approach the case so I put them in blue because blue is a intellectual color at the beginning and I made one of them darker and the other one lighter mm -hmm. but I didn't fall in love with that when I was working on it so and you came up with the whole design for that though you had it I did. fully realized I did have a full like layout of all the costumes I even looked 
stopped at actual like mm -hmm. purchasings mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then I decided that that wasn't the right move mm -hmm. so we went back and I uh, we like worked together with the set and the costumes so that it was more on the message and I chose the gray scale mm -hmm. and like the black and the whites and the grays and characters that were very solid in their opinions and their decisions were in black and white and others that were more on the fence were in grays but I tried really hard to incorporate every single color on every person yes. in some way. It, there were just different levels of it. Right. Um, Angeline had black, but it was very small. faint. It was yeah. faint, but yeah. that doesn't mean she doesn't have it in her. Right. And it wasn't trying to villainize certain colors and characters, but it was more like everyone has a variety of opinions and beliefs in them, and that shouldn't be like it shouldn't be one or the other there's just everything well and your design for the costumes then informed my design for the colors for the set mm -hmm. because your costumes were going to go with that black and white grayscale mm -hmm. motif i went really really colorful with mm -hmm. the set and then decided to set this in a very americana yeah. environment which made your costumes pop a little mm -hmm. bit so that team kind of working together with that was really really fun for me mm -hmm. um, on the sets um yeah so was there anything in particular that that anybody was really really proud of like you can brag a little bit when you saw it finally <laughs> finished um did, did you feel like 12 angry jurors was realized under your design mm, I yes i have my favorite like costumes what which like, one i had so tell me i had ones that i really liked and others that i felt like i could have done more for okay. But I tell us your favorites and why. I really liked Orafiris yes. because she was one of the hardest people to dress because she's just so like at the beginning I thought she was more masculine with how she was presented, mm -hmm. but I was in rehearsal every day with Orafiri and like watching her perform mm -hmm. and find her character. And while she did that, I was able to understand that she was best portrayed more feminine. You had her in pants originally. I did. With, with suspenders? Yeah. Is that it right? Was, yeah. It was like, well, just a like more a, of a. Yeah, masculine. It yeah, was very yeah, like. Like strong, exactly. kind of. And then you had and her in I, heels and a dress. I switched it completely because I also realized that when we put them in the costumes that we first purchased, um, she looked so similar to Angeline. Mm -hmm. And that was just not what we wanted to see mm -hmm. and not what I felt like really represented the. Um, <laughs> the show so we decided to switch it um and i also got a lot of people saying that they really liked her costume yeah mm -hmm. and well the yeah. dress had eyes on it, it. Did. and it did a lot for a lot. communicating the theme of the, the yeah play. so i really liked hers and i and like i think hers really represented her character i also liked emma's a lot because oh, yeah. it took a different take on the advertisement world mm -hmm. um, most people would assume like suits and like busyness but she was a woman in the advertisement industry and that's so different than everybody else so i thought that putting her in a more like um girl boss yeah. power mm -hmm. suit kind of mm -hmm. vibe was was the right choice. And the lines were very strong. Yeah. The lines were very strong. I think it really paid off. So those were one of my two favorites. And of course, I really enjoyed 
Angelina Wren's costumes and JR's because I'm a big sucker for layers. Um, but well, yeah. they just give a lot of visual visual interest when you when, when you first say, okay, we're gonna do black and white costumes. You, it's easy for mm -hmm. that to be really really flat. You have yeah. to think about like where do we get texture in this, and you did a really good job of that. Mm -hmm. Really good job. All right, what about you? You gonna publish your work now? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how often do you go to high school theater and have original music that That's was true. composed and written and produced by your sound designer, right? It's pretty different. It was a lot of fun to do that, though, because it gave me the opportunity to make it just right to fit the scene and how the actors would deliver their lines and I could get the timing and the sound to be just perfect for the scene. And it really made it better than just, because at first I would try to find already composed um, pieces on websites for free sound effects. But there, I found a couple that could work if I cut them, but in the end I was like, it would just be so much better if I could just do it, because I could hear it in my head I love it. during the scene. I was like, oh my gosh, I can hear the buildup of this scene, or I can hear the, like, the yelling of the actors and it was like I need the intense undertone here to really affect the audience's mood so I just created it myself and it really worked with the whole play are you gonna do it again you want to do it again I would love to do, do it you have again. like so once you do something like this do you say oh the show's over okay I'm ready mm -hmm. I want to do it again yes absolutely yeah. I, would I love, love that to. I love that I just think it's so exciting that we have four <laughs> designers for the fall play. Mm -hmm. I want to congratulate the four of you. I also love that we're sophomores, juniors, and senior, and you know we've got this great mix of, of grade levels and experience. You were all so passionate about what you did, and, and when we work as a team, um, not only do we get great wisdom from this, but you had an amazing product that you created. I'm very, very proud of you, and I know the school is too. So I just want to thank you for taking some time to talk about your process today. We're glad that you tuned in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week wherever you like to listen to podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at darlingtonschool.org backslash podcast. If you have questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication and advancement teams, and the intro music is alumni produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org podcast.